Play that fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And we're SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining. This is episode 110. Getting deep. <laughs> Past the point of no return. Right? Once you hit triple digits, it's just, all or nothing. Right? Just keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, we are a punk rock review, reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk music. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. Oh, there's plenty. There is. So, 10 days ago, July 20th, Minority of One released Present Tense. Then on the 21st, Smash the Discos put out Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock Volume 4. It's got about 40 tracks worth of music. On the 25th, Vice Squad released the EP uh, Mainstream Media. Knock Off put out You Get One Life, July 26th. It's awesome. I've been listening to that the last couple days. Uh, Death Before Dishonor put out Unfinished Business on the 26th. Much the same with Everything is Fine on July 26th. Gimp Fist with Blood on the 26th. Drunk Tank with Return of the Infamous Four on July 26th. And for everybody who's into superheroes and comics, go check that one out in the album artwork. They're pretty neat. Uh, Protagonist came out with Killing Fields single on July 26th. Sanction with Broken in Refraction on July 26th. Swift Knuckle Solution with the single One Step or One Wrong Step on July 26th. July 26th was a very busy day. Uh, because it was so busy, brav- uh, Bravure. They released self-titled EP. They're from Brazil, so I probably pronounced that wrong. Do it with a Portuguese accent. They released brother. that the day after. There you go. <laughs> I think it's ours. Brother. There it is. July 27th. Gone Rogue put out the Gone Rogue EP on August 2nd. Four Past Midnight. Finally getting the EP Withered Roses. Finally. I've been watch- watching for that for a lot of months. Finally coming out August 3rd for Rebellion Festival. Power Beer. Local band here in Utah coming out with Salvation in Inebriation, kicking off their tour that they're going to be doing. It's going to be here August 8th that is coming out, and catch them on their tour. The Von Tramps coming out with Suns Out, Strung Out EP on August 9th. Royal Hounds with God Bless the Royal Hounds on August 9th. Strung Out with Songs of Armor and Devotion on August 9th. Guilt Trip with River of Lies on August 9th. And finally, Hans Gruber and the Diehards with... Hans Gruber and the Die Hards 2 on August 9th. They're out of Texas. Cool band. I've already heard some of the songs from the last release and then that, that new release coming up. I had to listen to it. It was a band called Hans Gruber and the Die Hards. <laughs> so had to check that out. All right. So new music. Anything that you were looking forward to or looking forward to checking out there, Eric? Well, I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, Power Beer, mostly because they're, uh, they're homies, you know. Yep. And a uh, funny story about that, I uh, was actually their singer for a split second in history. When they did their very first show, it was at the uh, uh, the, the Power Angry Beer House. That's where all the members of Angry Streets and eventually Power Beer all lived. Okay. And they did a house show there, and it was their first show, and they were completely unprepared, and they didn't have a singer. So one of the guys who lived there... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Matt, he went up and he sang a couple of songs and he was just like, I'm just winging it. So if anyone wants to grab a mic and sing, take the mic. So I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> so I went up there and just ad-libbed every single lyric that they played and they finished up their set. 
Then the touring band that was coming through, I believe it was Houston and the Dirty Rats, they did their set, and since it was still early, Power Beer was like, hey, we'll do one more set. Eric, you're going to sing for us. Okay. Awesome. And so and it was just one of those things where it's like, I sang a few songs, then their guitarist, Zach, he gave his guitar to me, and then gave a gave the mic to somebody else, and then we just jammed for the rest of the night. It was a total botched set, but it was really fun. That's awesome. How do you ad-lib? Like, they're just playing something, right? Nothing yeah. particular, they're just playing something. And you're just singing words to it? Pretty much. Like, not even just words. Like, I'm just enunciating because it's street punk music. You know, I can just get away with... Just barking. Nice. <laughs> and it goes over well because, you know, no one's paying attention anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, then they, then they eventually got uh, Tyler, uh, their current singer, on the mic. And now that I've seen Power Beer Live quite a few times, played a, played a few shows with them, and Tyler is just always a... Uh, mad motherfucker to watch. He's like banging the mic on his head. He's just got this crazy look in his face, and he's he's tiny too. He's like a pint-sized guy with like maybe foot and a half long Liberty spikes going out in every direction, and nice. wearing his battle jacket. He's just someone who looks intimidating, but he's one of the most soft-spoken dudes I've ever met. That's cool. Yeah, I love that kid. We'll have to get him on the show and we'll have to talk to him about Power Beer. Maybe uh, after their tour, see how fun that tour was. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, we're going to do some new music, speaking of new music. So first up, uh, your pick. So your pick for a new track this week is... The Real Cro-Mags. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say The Real Cro-Mags, we, we, we discussed this a little bit because I'm semi-familiar with their, their circumstance, but why don't you... Uh, illuminate me and anybody else that doesn't know about the Cro-Mags current circumstance. So Cro-Mags um, was started back in the early 80s by Harley Flanagan, their bass player. And over the years, they've gone through their very significant lineup change. And probably the most famous of which was with Harley Flanagan on bass, John Joseph on vocals, uh, Doug Holland and Paris Mayhew on guitar and Mackie Jason on drums. That was the lineup for the Age of Quarrel album, their seminal NYHC release that pretty much set the tone for all hardcore music and all crossover thrash music, especially on the East Coast. Uh, but, you know, a lot there was a lot of fallout that happened. There was a lot of fingers pointed, a lot of arguments, and some, and some money that was getting ripped off from the label that they were signed to. And... There was just a lot of wedges going in between each of the bandmates. So eventually, Joseph, he left and went to do his own thing while the Cro-Mags still functioned under Harley's name uh, with him doing double duty on bass and vocals. And they released a few more albums after that. And then it just kind of fell into limbo into the 2000s and in the 2010s until John Joseph came up out of the woodwork, reformed the Cro-Mags with new members, uh, save for Mackie Jason, who returned on the drums and brought in Craig Zatari from Sick of It All to fill in on the bass. And that really rattled up Harley because he is on the other side saying, I formed the band, that's my name, and eventually he filed a lawsuit against John Joseph and Mackie Jason, basically a cease and desist, to stop using the name Cro-Mags, and he won just last year, and now he owns the rights to Cro-Mags, and just this year released the new track, or... Not the new track, the new single, Little 7-Inch, with three new songs on there under the official Cro-Mags name. Meanwhile, John and Mackie are still doing Cro-Mags under Cro-Mags JM. So, <laughs> since uh, 
he the singer was only the singer you said on the first album. Yeah. When they're going out touring, are they just doing first album stuff? So essentially just playing the first album, or are they doing all the stuff that he was never a part of? Well, I've seen that uh, version of Chromax twice, and it is mostly stuff from the first album, The Edge of Quarrel. They do one song from the uh, the second album, Alpha and Omega, which is the song Crush the Demoniac. And other than some Bad Brains covers... I've never seen him do anything else off of like Best Wishes or the Revenge album or anything like that. It sticks mostly to Age of Coral. And honestly, that's really what fans want to hear because that's where their best stuff is, in my opinion. Uh, that was going to be my next question is, all right, I'm sure you're a fan of Age of Coral. Do you enjoy the stuff that Harley was singing on? I, It's hit and miss for me. Like uh, a lot of the stuff that came out, uh, just sounded like typical crossover thrash type stuff. It sounded very much like your typical leeway or your typical suicidal or dirty rotten imbeciles. And there really wasn't anything that really stood out. In my opinion, like you could say it's not Chromags without Harley or it's not Chromags without John. I think it's not Chromags without either of them because Harley brought in the musical aspect. He really knew how to weave punk and hardcore and metal all together into one bowl. Well, John just brought this intensity that through his vocals that really can't be matched by anyone else. And that's one thing that kind of draws back on these new Chromax tracks to me personally is Harley's voice, while it's okay, just doesn't match John Joseph's. So, here is that decide, track. You can decide for yourself. This is Don't <laughs> Give In. Harley's doing the vocals on this thing. He is. Okay. Sounds very much like the We Gotta Know intro. <laughs> Those drums keep rolling. Definitely still has that that crossover thrash sound to it. Yeah, kind of picks up like that. Rules.
All right, so like you said, that came out June 28th. So it's recent. It's a 7-inch. Uh, it's cool that they're releasing stuff. And whatever version of Chromag you like, they're both active right now, whether it be creating and putting out new music or they're out on tour and supporting some great bands. Yeah, word around the campfire is Chromag's JM will be releasing new music under that moniker. So we'll see what, uh, what John Joseph and the boys have to offer in terms of that realm. Excellent. Maybe it'll be better, maybe it'll be worse. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe it'll leave us saying, well, somewhere in between those two bands is the perfect Chromags for the 21st century. But unless uh, they sort out their shit, you know, we'll never know. Which, right. I don't know. We could fill up a whole episode on the bullshit that went on with the Chromags. So. Absolutely. There's the song. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Go check them out if you like it. Next up, new track coming out soon. It's from Friends of the Show, The Vaughn Tramps out of Minneapolis. Uh, they're releasing their concept EP next week. So the official release date, I believe, of this EP is August 9th. But on August 7th, you can go out to the Turf Club in the Twin Cities and go see them uh, release the album with uh, a bunch of other bands. Uh, so a cool summer party show. Uh, th- this is a concept album that they, they put together. It's uh, about a lackluster summer love affair. And there's six tracks. It's produced by Dustin Phillips, who was the drummer of the Ataris. And it was mixed by Ryan Green, who produces No Effects, Bad Religion, Lagwagon, and Lita Ford. And then mastered by Bruce Templeton, who also does stuff for The Suburbs, Dillinger 4, and Dessa. So they had quite the all-star cast helping them put that together. Damn, I'll say this track right here is called Sharkbait. I was originally going to play L.A., and then I realized L.A. was a single uh, a couple months back, and we played that, so I, I <laughs> bounced on to another track, Sharkbait, another cool one. They have a lot, a lot of cool ska sound on this EP, so let's check it out. Starting off the episode with some Chromags, and then we got some PMA coming here from the Von Tramps. Are you gonna be a shark or are you gonna be shark bait? 
<laughs> Some days you got to be both. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go check out the Von Tramps. Love the Von Tramps. The EP's cool. I've heard it all. Love the the last track, Waves. Uh, cool, mellow sounds. Like a six minute track, but it's it's awesome. Go check them out again. LA was a great track. Suns out, strung out. That's the EP. Next, one more new track. This is a band from Korea. Uh, first band I think we played from Korea. And I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Uh, the band reached out, so this is direct from them. You got to have a KG sound at the beginning. It looks like Gumiho or Gumio. Gumiho. Oh, I think I, I think I mistyped that one. It's a G M I G U M I H O. Oh, Gumio. Yes, Gumio. but they, they say it's a KG sound at the beginning, so I'm not sure how to do that. Gumio. Gumio. Yeah. Gumio. Well, let's it's check out this track. It's called Help Request, and it's off of their self-titled EP. I think the singer's voice, her name's Caspin, and I think it is a good complement to the music. I think it goes well together. Yeah, especially towards the middle there where it gets a little, uh, there's no other way to say it, but that kind of bratty style voice, right? you know, where it kind of it kind of delves into uh, uh, that K-pop vocal style that, you know, Korea and South Korea is obviously very famous for its K-pop scene. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it reminded me of uh, that vocal style where it's like very... You know, yeah, we're just innocent. We're girls here. <laughs> <laughs> well, two female vocalists right here at the beginning. The Von Tramp's mostly female. The drummer, he's male. But it's the opposite here. It's three males and a female. The female being the singer. Name's Caspin. Uh, the band, she's uh, it's only been together. The band's only been together six months since, uh, and then they put out the debut. The debut came out in April, so it's April 19th. And they recorded this ep for twenty dollars during the the lunar new year over there uh because the rehearsal studios were empty wow and so they're able to get the their demo ep uh all recorded together there and i think it's five tracks i'm gonna say it's five tracks uh you can go to the Bandcamp page and you can get it for free 20 bucks though right 20 (laughs) bucks that's what they recorded it for pretty awesome man must have been like, nobody else is coming in. You can do do us a deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was the, the singer. This was her first band as well. So uh, six months, that's all she's been doing. Uh, first band, band's doing great. Uh, they, they told me that they're, they're getting pretty big, getting pretty popular over overseas there. So I think they'll be hitting here. So check them out. Cool band. If you like the name, 
has something to do with uh, the, the story here is uh, about a Korean legend about fox spirits that turned into beautiful women, seduced them, and then ate them. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that's what the name, uh, the story behind the name, good for them. That's a great story to base a name on. <laughs> right? That's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some older, lesser-known tracks. The first up is a band from Riverside, California. This is your pick. Yes, Tell indeed. me about it. So this band, Bite Back, they are a uh, hardcore band, more on the metal side, and I met them through, um, oh, one of my old bands was actually uh, playing a show for them four years ago, and like most hardcore bands, they came through, I discovered the music, got really into it, and then they never tour again. <laughs> like, I've not... <laughs> They've been pretty inactive. They never explicitly said that they're not a band anymore or anything like that. But as far as I know, you know, they might as well be dead. Uh, <laughs> but they did release one. Yeah, it is. Especially for this one, because this EP, Not a Saint or Savior, it was one of the my go-to hardcore EPs of one to listen to just mad, angry, just like total straightforward hardcore that I don't have to think about. And the music is just so muddy and just crumbling and i love it i love stuff like that and yeah this song this song really has a lot of groove stuff in there they're definitely pantera fanboys you can hear but in the best way possible i think (laughs) well it's off the album not a saint or savior came out november 27 2014 so this was probably a new album when you saw them yeah it was like in 2015 when i saw them so they were still pretty fresh nice yeah. Well, let's bite back with Stray Dog. All right. You're never lost in 
said your band played with these guys four years ago. What band was that? Uh, that band was Second Nature, the first hardcore band I ever played in. Nice. That was their bassist. What happened to Second Nature? Uh, same thing that happens with every band. They, <laughs> they the stop playing? Guitarist moves away. Uh, well, our, he uh, was having a kid with his wife, and at that point he joined the Army. And, he, of course, he had to get stationed somewhere far away, which was Alabama. Uh, and he's still there now. You know, he comes back every once in a while, and there's talks about us trying to get on a show again, but it never happens. Do you they, still keep in contact with the other members in the band? Yeah, I still keep in contact. Uh, the singer, Barrett, he's in a band now uh, with the drummer of Suburban Hell Kill, Jeremy, a band called Social Stigma. And it's a... It's got about the same uh, style as what Second Nature is, which is like 90s metallic hardcore. Think like a, a Chokehold or a, a Disembodied, stuff okay. like that. Just cool. really, really grimy, really muddy, and really heavy, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, the, the drummer, he uh, kind of fell out of the music scene as well. Started uh, giving more care to his family, as one does, and sure. and the Guitarist is out in the South right now, <laughs> being the soldier boy that he is. <laughs> well, uh, maybe a, a reunion show at some point that would be cool. Yeah, maybe. We'll never say never, but it is hard. <laughs> it's hard to get everyone because everyone's schedules conflicting. Right. But, but yeah, uh, m- members of that band are still active. Myself and Barrett. You know, we still got stuff going on. Well, speaking of yeah. a hiatus, this next band. So this is the track I'm going to play for older, lesser known. It's a band called Just Because. They're from Quebec, Canada, and they've been re- they reformed after a four-year hiatus of their own, and they have new music coming. It should be coming out within the next month or so. They're just finishing it up. Uh, they started in 2004, went till about 2015, been on hiatus. This is a track uh, that they released this year, and uh, again, they still have more new music coming, but this is off a release called Shitwolf. <laughs> And off of Shitwolf, this track's called Going Nowhere. Alright.
Yes, so that's just because they have a bunch of free, all their music's free on Bandcamp. It's just because one, go check them out. All right. We're going to jump into the, exactly. We're going to jump into the band who's touring right now. We're going to spotlight the Streetlight Manifesto. They were just in Salt Lake this last weekend. This is off of uh, the album Everything Goes Numb. It's the title track, Everything Goes Numb. They released this August 26th of 2003. And if you're not familiar with Streetlight Manifesto, they're from New Jersey. Chris loves Streetlight Manifesto. So uh, he'll have to listen to this episode like everybody else. And we're going to talk about them. Uh, they, they did a tour. So in June 28th, 29th, and 30th, they were Orlando, Tampa, and Atlanta. Then they had a, a one-off show July 13th in Denver, and then they started up again on the 27th this last weekend here in Salt Lake. July 28th was Las Vegas, July 29th, Phoenix, and tonight in Anaheim, July 30th. Tomorrow, San Diego, July 31st. Then August 1st, San Francisco, August 2nd, Portland, August 3rd, Seattle. Then they'll take a little break. September 13th, they'll be in Philly. September 14th, they'll be in Silver Springs, Maryland. Then they'll be at Chicago at Riot Fest on September 15th. September 27th, Detroit. September 28th, Pittsburgh. September 29th, Cleveland. Looks like they're kind of doing some weekends. They did like a week and then some weekends here and there. And then in November, they're going to go to Toronto. 16th of November, because uh, that's the 15th. 16th, they're having an open date, so maybe they're working on a venue. Then they'll go back to Norfolk, New Jersey. Or not New Jersey, Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. Yes. <laughs> November 23rd, November 24th is Richmond, Virginia. Huntington, New York on December 7th. December 8th is Boston, Massachusetts. And they'll be in New Jersey at Sireville right before Christmas on the 19th of December. Let's listen to a little bit of this track, Everything Went Numb. Fan of Streetlight Manifesto. They are the only third wave ska band I can still listen to unironically. So yes, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> I really, I really have enjoyed these guys for quite a few times. I'm not huge into their uh, discography, but every time I've listened to them, it's always been a good time. I'm, and one thing that always I've appreciated about Streetlight is like they're not a very typical ska band, and this song is a great showcase of their almost jazzy way that they present themselves in right. their music. Like, you just don't know where it's going. 
uh, for most of the most of the time. But they always find a way to bring it back and let you know this isn't freeform jazz. You know, we're still very much rooted in our ska and uh, punk rock roots, so we still know how to let everyone have a good time. But we like to show off. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a good sound, and I agree, it's a more dynamic sound than a lot of other ska that you hear getting put out now. Yeah, especially when everyone was trying to be the next, you know, real big fish or less than Jake, and it's like that's. Too easy. <laughs> no disrespect to those guys, but yeah, Streetlight just really upped the ante on the precision scale, and I gotta hand it to them. They, I'm still impressed that they're going as fast as they are now. Well, they were just in Salt Lake this last Saturday. Uh, I hope you get to go check them out. Anybody else out there at any of those shows? So if they come by near you, go check them out. Let's do some great cover to cover albums. This is a band I hadn't heard of before you picked them, and I, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, it was a, as a good choice. The Apprentice now teaches the teacher. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me tell me about AC4. AC4, what I know about them is that they are one of the side projects of uh, Dennis Lixian. I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering his name, but you know him as the singer of The Refused. Right. Or just Refused. Now, uh, AC4, they're uh, not... Not as experimental as Refuse, definitely not playing around with a lot of weird, uh, spacey sounds, but definitely still have a lot of great uh, uh, punk aesthetic. This is more of a very straightforward punk sound, and definitely something you can tell, like, uh, when Dennis wants to let loose and just, like, scream about, you know, what's wrong in this world without having to add, like, some retro vibe to it, He this is his go-to band. And it definitely shows in this one. It's just a four-piece, you know, guitars, vocal, bass, drums. It's got that very old school uh, uh, kind of UK 82 street punk sound, only from Sweden. Yumia. Dumia. Umia, Sweden. Right? We not all ABBA and mellow death metal out here. No, we have punk rock as well. <laughs> <laughs> and AC4 is one of them. And this album, uh, my friend who uh, uh, used to work in Grey Whale, he uh, did his job very well. Always was good at showing me new music because me and him both love punk and hardcore music. So he's like, oh, have you heard this band? No, I haven't. Well, put him on the record player, listen to him. And this was one of those bands. And I listened to the first half of the record. It was only like 15 minutes long because very short songs. And I was like, okay, yeah, you convinced me. I'm going to buy this record. <laughs> and it was a good buy. have not regretted it. I've, I wouldn't say I listened to it nonstop, but every time I put it on, I'm like – yeah, I gotta pull the needle back and listen to it again. <laughs> this is the first track. Tell me about the first track. Oh, uh, Diplomacy is Dead. Like, so catchy. Like, when the drums come in, you'll, st- you'll like, immediately be singing that chorus. Right here. Diplomacy is dead. Diplomacy is dead. We shot it in the head. Now diplomacy lies dead. Diplomacy is dead. Diplomacy is dead. We shot it in the head. Now diplomacy lies dead. Diplomacy is dead. Diplomacy is dead.
really good. This is probably the longest song, or one of the longer songs, because yeah. this one's coming in around 326. But it is. It's uh, kind of on the long end of the spectrum, but... With the band. Yeah. But it's also because it's one of their slower ones. <laughs> right. Uh, the album is Burn the World. It's really good. I really liked it. Uh, I already like Refused. I enjoyed seeing them at PRB this year. Oh, but yeah. uh, after just hearing these couple tracks, because I didn't get a chance to listen to the rest of the album earlier today, I, I'd say it's up there with Refused for me. Yeah. You know, it's really, I, I think they're really good. Definitely brings uh, uh, the same amount of a different energy on this one, I feel. Right. Like, still, still engulfed in a lot of politics, you know, as Dennis is. You know, he's very outspoken, very, very left-leaning. You know, always standing up against uh, capitalism and corruption in his lyrics, and AC4 is no exception. Like I said, I feel like this is his more straightforward approach when he wants to let loose and not let refuse kind of uh, not, not exactly cover up, but not have the pressure of like having extra sounds added in. Sure. You know, because refuse is very experimental, and you know, for better or for worse, whether you like love him or hate him, you know, they definitely got a sound all of their own. AC4, I feel like this is Dennis. Dennis's break for that. It's like, I just want to scream. You know? It's cool. Came out uh, not that long ago. It's uh, May 14, 2013. Yeah. About six years, but... Uh, Pushing a decade, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's your explosion. <laughs> His diplomacy is dead. Diplomacy is dead. We killed Shot it with it. the bomb. Right? Shot it in the head. Speaking of your head, this one's called a bullet for your head. Right? <laughs> this is the... This is what most of their album entails. Very fast, very uppity, just crazy punk rhythms. AC4, it's a cool band. Really cool. <laughs> Good background story on them. Uh, next up, it's the Normandies. They're from Tulsa. Tulsa, Normandy. Right. <laughs> uh, cool band. They had another release prior to this one, but they just released. Uh, so this is actually new stuff, too, but I, I really like the EP, so I plugged it into here. The EP, four tracks. It's called Co-Conspirators of the Greater Evils. And this track's called Let Me Believe. Again, these guys are from Tulsa. Still active, still doing shows. It just released less than a month ago. This track's called Let Me Believe. Let me believe. 
I think the lead vocals go very well with the gang vocals. Oh yeah, I think it's a. Uh, I notice it's kind of walking that fine line between like a very melodic and kind of poppy to uh, just straight like raspiness, right? Drudginess, like kind of like melodic hardcore and street punk, right? And you know, every the guitars kind of play off each other that way, and this guy's vocals like are very cut in the middle that way. Like he's got very. He's got a very raspy draw, but he's still like singing it away, and the backing vocals add to that, right? Let me believe. That track's Let Me Believe. It's a great track. Go listen to the whole EP, my favorite track on the EPs. This next one it's called I Don't Want to Be Me. track came off great i think you're right it does kind of have hints of kind of pop punk almost right yeah. but then it, it just kind of keeps on going from there if you like these guys go check out their other ep came out in 2016 it's called booze bitterness and broken hearts again that is the normandies and that was off of the co-conspirators of greater evils ep cool ep man uh, just came out Check it out. I'm a big fan. The other tracks are Welcome to the End and Forgive and Forget. And then you can go listen to all the other tracks off the other ones. Jingle Beers. 
<laughs> that one's off of Booze, Bitterness, and Broken Hearts. Oh, already time for the holidays. Right? <laughs> it's going to be a good Christmas track, I'm sure. Well, these guys are lucky uh, Pete Steele is dead. Otherwise, he'll be coming after him for royalties. On, <laughs> I don't want to be me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a cover song for a minute. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be me by Tycho, Typo Negative. Right. <laughs> you know? But, no, it's totally different. Yes. <laughs> Uh, typo negative, great band, unfortunately, about Peter Steele. Well, such is life. That's what happens. But the Normandies, awesome. AC4, that was a good one. Uh, Check out Streetlight Manifesto. Bunch of great bands we played just because. Bite Back, Kumio. I don't know, I'm probably saying that wrong. The Von Tramps (laughs) and The Real Cro-Mags. The Real Cro-Mags. Trademarked. <laughs> the trademark Chromags. We're going to start wrapping this show up. To do that, we're going to play a couple metal tracks. I'm going to get this one rolling. Tell me about it. This is your pick. Uh, this band Throws from Boise, Idaho. I just saw them last weekend with the band Arm for Apocalypse. They uh, just barely they started their tour in Salt Lake City, and it was also their record release show. And so this is a fresh track called Carrion from their album In the Hands of an Angry God. Got a very dreary, very bleak sound to it, kind of a hints of doom, hints of uh, sludge metal, and also hints of uh, a new school metalcore, kind of like that cult leader sound where it's all dissonant and got a very specific tone that just muddies up the guitar sound that's really big right now in metal. And yeah, you can hear all that in here and more in that album. It's a solid album. Bought it right right after the fifth track when I saw them live. I was like, I got to get this record. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just fantastic record, fantastic band. I'm kind of pissed I was sleeping on them for so long, especially when they're so close. They're just right. north of us. You know? Yeah. Well, maybe next time they come through, Anonymous will be playing with them. Oh, maybe. Well, that would be the dream. <laughs> So what's with Carrion? Carrion? If I remember, I think that's the uh, another way to describe rotting flesh. Right, like a rotting carcass, yeah, right? Yeah, Carrion. And so in metal, you, you see that as a theme a lot, like crows and, and yeah. stuff like that. Ra- you know, ravens, dark birds, dark, yeah. dark themes, and Carrion is the same, you know, as far as it's very thematic in dark metal. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's one of those... 
It's one of those things that uh, helps set the mood because uh, metal is is as visceral with its appearance as it is with the music. Like you think of a lot of great metal bands, you remember what they look like for, a, or you remember the album covers, what they look like. They have a very specific way of presenting their album, and the album itself is like just shades of black and brown, just some of the most unappealing colors. But it works to their advantage because it matches the tone of the music, and that's just another way. To remind you that album covers and album artwork is important, especially if you're in metal. Right. <laughs> you want to have something that draws people in. It's like uh, it's a marketing ploy. It's like you want to give them the image to help give them an idea and help kind of uh, build up the album before you even listen to it. Sure. That's great <clears throat> description. Exactly. And Throws <laughs> has that. Throws. In the Angry Hands of God, just out now, all streaming services on their band camp. Listen to that band. They are amazing, and they deserve it. And if you're on – they are on tour right now. I unfortunately don't have the dates in front of me, though. Well, we can look that up. While you're doing that – I'll look that up. We'll, we'll listen to a little bit of my metal pick, and then we'll start winding the show up. Uh, these guys are out on tour right now with Static X, and depending on which rumors you believe, Edsel Dope, the singer of this band, Dope is the man behind the mask singing for Static X. This is Die, Motherfucker, Die. song yeah, very uh, straightforward been in a lot of movies and it's because it just has that intense 90 mile an hour beat just coming right at you yeah. it's got to be played in some zombie movies right you know, where they're just doing a killing spree yes come on bring it back <laughs> uh you can find all these bands at the real chrome or at real chromags rather on facebook at the von tramps at biteback ca at S Manifesto at AC4 Official at Normandy's The Normandy's Suck but they don't really suck that's just where you can find them out on Facebook at Throws to Dust and that's T-H-R-O-E-S Throws to Dust and then at Dope the Band podcast is at SLC Punkcast Eric where can you be found? I can be found 
on Instagram, scaryuncle underscore Eric97. You can find me on Facebook under Eric U. Norris, my personal profile. I usually add people I don't know, so I, I don't know if that's a bad habit or a good one, but... <laughs> <laughs> and you can find my... You can also find my bands uh, at Suburban Hellkill on Instagram and at Anonymous Band Official on Instagram as well. You can find us all on Facebook. And for any updates on music and uh, shows that are coming up. And uh, speaking of shows, uh, both Anonymous and Suburban Hellkill have some shows coming up in the next couple weeks. Awesome. Suburban Hellkill will be playing at Liquid Joe's on the 10th of August. We'll be playing the Rebel Recovery Show for ex-heroin addicts, and uh, well, not just heroin, but any uh, you know, any was it narcotics addict okay. in the past. And we'll be playing with uh, the One Too Many's and Life Has a Way and Laha Laha. Oh wait, no, not Life Has a Way. What Hi-Fi Murder? Okay, Life Has a Way is not a band anymore. But Kid from Life Has a Way is in the One Too Many's. So okay, a Freudian slip. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Suburban Hellkill will be playing uh, the following Tuesday at Resolute Tattoo on the 13th of August. We will be playing with the band Born Sick, and we'll be playing with locals Static Death and Raid. <clears throat> and Anonymous has a show at the Ice House on August 10th, right in the... Not on August... No, that is on August 10th. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. The Rebel Recovery Show is on the 9th. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> So many, so many shows with so many dates put together in one week. I forget which one's which. <laughs> but, yeah, the Anonymous show is on the 10th at the Ice House. We'll be playing with another metal band. Um, and I can never remember their name. I am sorry. <laughs> I know it has Ashes in the title. I think it's from Ashes Rise. I think that's what the band is called. But there's so many metal bands out there that has Ashes in the title. Sure. Uh, again, we were talking about <laughs> themes, right? Yeah. Ashes is another one of those themes. Also, <laughs> coming back to when we were talking about themes, we were talking about throws. I have their tour dates posted right now. Okay. So uh, what is today? Today is the, the 30th. So tonight they are playing in Vancouver, British Columbia at the Astoria. And tomorrow, July 31st, they will be playing in Tacoma, Washington at the Valley. And they're on tour with Armed for Apocalypse. It's a very short tour. It went from July 26th to the 31st, so okay. just five days. But just a little just a little tour to get everybody out there and support the album in their local area. So if you're in Tacoma or if you're in Vancouver, check these guys out. Throws and Armed for Apocalypse, they are a wonderful uh, metal band as well, but more on the sludgier uh, metalcore side, but super fun. They're one of my favorites that came out in this decade. Excellent. Well, you found us. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and of course on slcpunkcast.com. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for joining. Thank you for taking your time. Uh, we're always up for any suggestions, feedback. You know where to find Eric. You know where to find the podcast. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining me yet again. You, you're, you're making it to be a great uh, co-host. Oh, I'm having fun. <laughs> hope to keep doing it for a while. Excellent. I hope so, too. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody. And until next time, play the fucking outro.